The following podcast contains strong language, adult themes, and sexual content. Viewers be advised, the show is rad. Loosely Canon Podcast does not own any of these stories or properties. All characters and stories shared on this show are fictional, and any likeness to real people or situations are coincidental. Harry prays, gets off his knees, and Hagrid looks him in the eyes and says, You're a Christian now, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) You're a Christian now. Welcome to Loosely Canon, a show that this week, as Nietzsche once said, God is dead. And after reading this week's story, I think I believe him. I <laughs> am your host, Andrew, and joining me as always is Q. Q, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful. It's been a busy week, uh, but I'm doing great. I know, right? I feel like if you said it's a busy week, I don't know if this is going to make your week better or not, because... I have had a headache rediscovering this story this week. Could you believe that this is the story that made me want to do this podcast? Uh, I do believe it because you told me. <laughs> I know. So I want to talk today about a really indie franchise. Uh, not a lot of people know about it. Uh, and Q, let me know if you, you're familiar with it all. It's called Harry Potter. Uh, I think I pronounced it correctly. I'm a little aware of Harry Potter. Yeah, I I think that not a lot of people do, but in case you don't, uh, it's a seven-book series. Uh, it was published in the 90s and early 2000s, and it follows a young British boy who is an orphan with a little lightning scar on his forehead, and he fights against the forces of darkness because he's a wizard and all this other cool stuff. He's an orphan, but he's a rich orphan, so... He's the best kind of orphan. Yeah, right. I guess he's like British Batman in that way, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And he pals around and he experiences all the wonders of magic. And Harry Potter was in the news earlier this year for, of course, the issue with Hogwarts uh, Legacy. Yeah. And and J.K. Rowling's history of making unfortunate comments. Uh But I actually want to talk about the original controversy of Harry Potter, which I think maybe we forget just because time has passed. But let's remember that originally Harry Potter was disliked among certain communities because it was, quote, satanic. Yeah, I don't I mean, I don't forget it. We I I live in Texas, deep in the heart of satanic panic. I I remember very distinctly uh, how that kind of stuff goes, you know. Yeah, so in in this kind of story, we have a young uh, Harry Potter who is going to have a much different story. This is written by a proud housewife. There's a little bit of a story with this uh, lady that I'll get into. She's disappeared off the face of the internet, and we'll get into that story as we go through. But she decided to write this for all the mothers who wanted her kids to enjoy the wonders of harry potter but without the worry of them becoming witches as as one does when they consume harry potter is they just become a witch 
Yeah, I know. I I read Harry Potter and I started accioing things and uh, <laughs> crucioing everything in sight. I could not stop Avada Kedavering <laughs> every every person that I met. Yes, and so they wrote it as an answer, and they wanted to give kids a good example of how to lead a good Christian life. So I don't actually want to mince words. I just want to kind of get into it. Are you ready, Q? Not really, but uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to help. So guys, we are reading this week Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles by Proud Housewife. Uh, once again, this author has kind of dropped off the face of the map, but if you do want to support, share. This story is pretty infamous, so I will send a link in the show notes. It's on fanfiction.net this week. So please go ahead and read the original story. Uh, it's mind-blowing. And uh, we're just going to get into it. So as we all know, Harry is an orphan, right? And he's living with his aunt and uncle. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're jerks. Well, yeah. But in this story, they're they're kind of different. You see, Harry is living with his aunt and uncle, and he is super obedient, which is like the Christian household dream, right? Oh, yeah. It's like he's like a, a trad wife without having to be one. Yeah. Uh, without having to be a wife. And I mean, like, we we all know that no Christian figure or religious personality ever rebelled against anything in their life. Oh, no, never. Especially not to a point where they would need to be punished. Nope. Nope. And he he's a good boy, but he feels that something's just missing from his life. And in a really weird description of his aunt and uncle, Aunt Petunia is sitting on the armchair, and she never wears makeup. And Uncle Vernon is in the kitchen, and Q, he's baking brownies. What? I know. Is what this... a what a bitch boy. <laughs> Wait, is is he so? Is Uncle Vernon a soy boy in this Uncle one? Uncle Vernon is a soy boy. <laughs> oh, I no. don't even think he doesn't even have spoken dialogue. Wow, he's not important enough for dialogue. What a soy boy. So there's like a knock on the door, and. Aunt Petunia tells Harry to get it, and Harry's like, eh, you should get it, because, you know, he's super obedient and nice like that. Yeah. And Harry opens the door, and he sees this man in plaid, in a plaid shirt, thick blue jeans. He's just like a jacked lumberjack. And you know who that is? Is this Hagrid? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, he it's is. Hagrid. And he is a door-to-door -door evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Petunia hears this and she rolls up in her pantsuit to tell Hagrid that God is dead, according to Richard Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And, okay. But Harry hears Hagrid mention Christianity and Harry really wants to know what a Christian is. But his aunt is like a firm believer, and I'm quoting, in science and birthdays. So they don't want anything of what Hagrid's selling. Of birth and and birthdays. Yes, birthdays are strictly anti-Christian, as we all know. I have never heard of that before, but uh, go well, on. Well, Q, we're gonna we're gonna do some little theorizing in a second, but I have a very good guess about what branch of Christianity this lady is. And Harry, the obedient, disobeys Aunt Petunia and starts to pray with Hagrid. Um, Hagrid's like, "All right, we're going to pray the sinner's prayer." And Harry just suddenly knows what it is. He's uh, a wizard. Oh, no. Hagrid here says my favorite line in this entire 
fucking fiction. Harry prays, gets off his knees, and Hagrid looks him in the eyes and says, You're a Christian now, Harry. (laughs) You're a Christian now. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So Hagrid's like, if you want to learn how to be a Christian, you have to come to the School of Prayer and Miracles. (laughs) And Ampetunia is like, Harry, please don't go away with this strange man. Stay at home. (laughs) And Harry's like, I hope you get saved by the Lord someday. And he just fucking walks off to join a cult. (laughs) He just fucking walks away with this this large lumberjack. Okay. uh, (laughs) So like a true man of the cloth, Hagrid abducts a child. Is that usually how it goes? I guess so. (laughs) Where's my Hagrid? I I I know. So Harry somehow knows scripture well enough to reference it. He's like, bye, Aunt Petunia. By the way, John 3.16, and walks away. So he's never heard of Christianity before, but he no. just he just knows. He's like a he's like a does that make him like Jesus? Yes. Yes, like, actually. <laughs> and Hagrid's like, wow, Harry, you're a real Matthew 25. And I'm sitting here like, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> did you look them up? I did for one of them, and we're going to get to that. And Harry's like, Hagrid, how do we get to Hogwarts? And Hagrid's like, well, all we have to do is pray. And Hagrid prays, and then suddenly they just teleport. Because uh, That sounds like magic to me. Because prayer just magically does whatever you ask for. You know, yeah. like in real life. <laughs> that... That sounds like witchcraft to me, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, right? It's like, oh yeah, we just we just put our power into it and then it happens. And then Harry's like, so like witchcraft? Hagrid slaps him. No, are you even listening to me? It's the power of prayer, Harry. It is the power of Christ, not the devil. <laughs> Everybody knows that the power of prayer, uh, you know, grants all wishes, everything. Like magically, but not in that way. But not like ma- like like magic, but not magic. Like like God's magic. Shut the fuck Miracles. up. Miracles. And they they teleport in front of the good reverend Dumbledore. Oh. <laughs> and his wife Minerva McGonagall. <laughs> oh, they're married. Okay. Yeah, because. Yeah, a single woman by herself. That's not God's way. Yeah. Also, I mean, if uh, wait, I thought reverends weren't allowed to get married Uh, in the Catholic church. No, but in other denominations, yes, they may. Oh, right. Duh. We're not talking about Catholic church. But once again, but once again, we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. And I just want to point out, I know I, I was kind of impersonating Hagrid from the movies. Mm hmm. Um, but I should note, uh, Dumbledore is referenced to be wearing like, you know, plaid. He's wearing jeans and he is described as a Southern gentleman. Wait, Dumbledore or Hagrid? Dumbledore. They both dress similarly. So, so I don't know where the fuck this is happening, but I think it's in the South. Yeah, I mean it's obviously in the South when they don't. Nobody writes stuff like this unless you live in the South. So if you guys are okay with it, from now on, whenever Dumbledore speaks, I'm just gonna go full Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> I'm I'm down. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Dumbledore appears with his wife, uh, and they kind of welcome Harry into the school, and 
Dumbledore looks at him and is like, now, Harry, would you like to come and get a nice home-cooked meal? And Harry's like, I've never had a meal before. I've been watched by a babysitter my whole life. And Dumbledore's like, you poor what? son of a bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> actually, this, uh, I can attest, this is actually how they get you. Like, when I was a kid, uh, several times people would, like, come to my house and invite me to, like, these massive meals. And, you know, I was, I was like a poor kid growing up. Like, you didn't always get a home-cooked meal. So you were like, sure. Yeah, exactly. And then you'd, you'd go to, like, these, uh, these, like, I don't even want to call them churches. Like, these just massive open spaces. And they like you play like party games and then they make you this home cooked meal and it's like great. And then they lock the doors and force you to listen to like sermons for the next two hours. That's weird. It's almost like they were trying to groom you. It sounds like it. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly what it was. But Christians don't do that. The church no. would never. No, never. So Dumbledore's like, yeah, we should get some dinner on. And instead of praying himself, he makes Minerva pray because you know why? Why? It's a woman's duty because she's a real Proverbs 31 wife. <laughs> uh, which it's... I looked it up. Means a woman of courage, which in this story translates to doing whatever the fuck the man says to do. For real. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's interesting. I You know, there's been a lot of times where somebody has told me that this is like a womanly duty. That's like a womanly duty. But I, I, praying has never been one of them. Is that tr- is that true? Well, if the prayer is to get food on the table, I assume it is. Oh, uh, you're right. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I mean, she does everything. It's like she's like, "Oh Lord, make it some nice home cooked biscuits and some Sunday dishes." <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, "What the fuck is going on?" And guys, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you may have noticed there have been some tragic, uh, tragic butchery of the Harry Potter fandom and lore. And I'm about to introduce the biggest casualty, which is Hermione. Gone are the days of Hermione being an intelligent and capable young witch. Uh, Instead, in this story, she is Dumbledore's daughter and exists solely to look pretty and to be innocent and cry. Oh, Lord. Those are her three moods, and there is nothing else. I swear to God. <sighs> and after dinner, Harry is being shown to his dormitory by Hermione. Pretty normal, right? I suppose. But Harry leaves Hermione because it would be a scandal to be seen alone with Hermione. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm going to quote the story here. Every young woman is another man's future wife. And we all know that it is a terrible thing to bring another man's wife into intimacy. So. <laughs> let's unpack that real quick oh my god so uh. first off let's just acknowledge that's making women sound like property of men if you are a casual listener of loosely canon and you decided to listen to this episode because <laughs> you wanted to get a couple of chuckles in and laugh about things and you're finding yourself getting angry i fully apologize <laughs> oh no this is just the start this lady's name is Proud Housewife. This is the most sexist thing I have ever read in my entire life. As trad wives uh, usually are, like the popular TikTokers. Yeah. yeah, and it's wild. And I just want to toss out there, you know, especially right now, there's a lot of talk about like grooming and people trying to um, 
put you know people in situations where they're not it's not appropriate for them to right um this lady is talking about intimacy between two children that are supposed to be 11 years old right now yeah yep that's fucking weird (laughs) super weird that is awkward (laughs) and additionally if you thought the sexism train stopped right there hold on dear listener because (laughs) perry won't let hermione open any doors because uh she's too frail to and instead prays to god to open the doors for him and i i'm not even joking harry's like dear lord open this door and then it just whooshes open and i'm like so you're not gonna let hermione do it but you're gonna force god to open the door what the hell man (laughs) for real I wonder how much time and dedication God is putting into this one school where all these kids are asking him to do medial tasks for them. God's sitting up in heaven like, okay, there's the prayers from Africa. Okay, people are praying for food. Okay, there's some people praying to be freed from captivity. Oh, hey, here's this little boy in the south of of the United States, and he wants a door opened. Gotta help him out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, in the greatest segue of all time, Hermione then tells Harry that Voldemort is in Congress trying to push an agenda to make Christianity (laughs) illegal. (laughs) (laughs) And much like other things in the story, we're going to come back to that. I have never felt so close to Voldemort in my life. (laughs) And, guys, this is where the story gets really hairy. Uh, pun intended. Um, Harry meets another Christian, uh, other than other than the others. Uh, he meets Ron, Ron Weasley. All right, Ron of the Weasley, and they start getting to talk to each other, and they become friends until uh, he sees Ron praying to a statue. You know, like a Catholic. Oh no. And Harry's disturbed by this. So disturbed. So disturbed that he immediately runs to Dumbledore to ask him, Professor Dumbledore, why does why does Ron do religion wrong? <laughs> and Dumbledore's like, Now Harry, we have to we have to respect other people's beliefs, even if we don't agree with them. So Dumbledore is trying to like say, Yes, even though we have differences, we should still unite and respect each other. Okay, so a base-ass take from Dumbledore for the first time in this story. And then Harry states that, well, maybe we should remove our differences because the only way for us to all reach heaven is to purge the ones who are wrong. You know, like a fascist. Nice. and Nice, Harry. You go. And if you guys have been keeping up with uh, the butchery of uh, Harry Potter canon, Ron is a Slytherin. Oh, <laughs> So it's like, hang on for a second. So are all Slytherins just Catholics? <laughs> yes, all Slytherins are Catholics. <laughs> oh my. The schools are split up based on their view of religion. And Ron is representing the Slytherins who are the Catholics. And then Luna Lovegood shows up. Okay. And she's eating vegan bacon, uh, which Harry is so disgusted by it. he's like that's the most disgusting shit i've ever seen in my life what is what, what and group of christianity eats vegan bait like can't eat pork is that is she jewish no she's not jewish she just she's just like yeah no it's a cool new thing that they have and i enjoy it and harry is being a good christian judging her very harshly for it 
I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to eat like you're not supposed to eat pork in Christianity anyways, but nobody just listens, right? Is it? Yeah, basically. Okay. But uh Luna describes her belief in Christianity and says that they, they believe in fornication, drinking, and socialism. Oh, socialism's too far. Which is my kind of religion. Literally. <laughs> literally, guys. This is what I grew up in. It's too far. This is the like Episcopal separatist yeah. view of things. Episcopalians are like this, except uh, not all Episcopalians are like social. Not, not all of them, but it's a very generic view. I yeah. don't know if you realize this lady, she's painting with very wide brushstrokes. Yes. Yeah. And then Draco shows up and tries to win an award for being the biggest sexist in the room by saying Luna's a woman and she should stop talking. <laughs> Wow, okay, cool. (laughs) And cute. I want you to buckle up because Harry responds by saying this, Jim. Women shouldn't not have careers because women are stupid. Women shouldn't have careers because their gifts best serve them in the home. Let's unpack that real quick. Draco saying all women are stupid and dumb. Yeah, yeah. And then Harry's like, no, women aren't dumb. They just belong in the house. (laughs) Yeah, women are not stupid. Women just, you know, can't have jobs because they need to raise children. That's their most important role. Harry Potter, champion of women everywhere. (sighs) Yikes. This is... I hate this. (laughs) I really hate this. So... Harry decides that he can still be friends with Ron, even though he's a dirty heretic. Is Draco also a Slytherin in this story? No, he's a Ravenclaw. Okay, and so Ravenclaws are what? You know, I don't know. I mean, you could argue maybe something like Baptist or Methodist. I'm not really given a good, clear understanding of it. I think he's just meant to represent like the portions of christianity that are very right some- so this person obviously has a bias towards one specific kind of christianity yes. and so all the other houses are representing the other kinds of christianity and they're wrong and our main character here he is right yes and okay. i just want to make mention of this now so i believe that this person is jehovah's witness because huh. they are very very fundamentalist. They don't like science. They don't like birthdays. They are very pro-American. Uh, are so all pro- Jehovah's Witnesses pro-American? I mean, I, yeah. I, I, oh, know, yeah. I know a little bit about pro- Jehovah's Witnesses. I don't know a great um, amount, but I know a little bit. Are, are they real? Is that a thing? They're like pro-American? No, they're fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not that there's anything wrong with being and, like pro-America, but... And... That's what Gryffindor is. And by the way, speaking of Gryffindor, you know who the professor of Gryffindor is? I thought, well, so it's not McGonagall. Oh, okay. McGonagall shouldn't have a job. You're right. No, you're right. She's a woman. Yeah. So who is (laughs) Man, that hurt to say. No, (laughs) it's Snape. Okay. So Snape is, is, okay. Uh, So he's the good guy in the story. And he comes out muscles busting out of a black suit and he's got a thick, hairy (laughs) chest coming out of his beautiful Wait. chesticles so here's here's my question before we continue the story so yes. does haggard have a beard yes and uh does snape have a beard no oh, what about dumbledore yes okay 
they probably are not Jehovah's Witness then, because you're not supposed to have a beard if you're a Jehovah's Witness. Hmm. Maybe. Or maybe they're just trying to keep with the image. Maybe they didn't want to describe them without facial hair. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, but that's so that that's one thing I do know about Jehovah's Witnesses. So it's worth mentioning at this point that the author is going on several tirades <clears throat> about how she's a true Christian and how she's also taking writing classes. And to her credit, well, her writing does improve. I mean, writing classes are great. But um, she also mentions that she does all this with the permission of her husband, which we're going to get back to in a second. Yep. All of the classes that Harry attends, surprisingly, are focused on American history and the Constitution. Hold on a second. Not not religion. This school is teaching history? American history. I mean, nowadays, uh, schools don't even want to teach that, so... Yeah, and... Once again, in a great segue, one of the students is like, did you hear Voldemort's trying to make homeschooling illegal? <laughs> Son of a he bitch. also wants to outlaw saying Merry Christmas. Son of a bitch. <laughs> one, one student says, first they try to change the pre- Pledge of Allegiance. Next, they'll be killing us all. It's a bad time to be a Christian in America. Yep. Oh, that slippery slope. I love it. <laughs> I love hearing it. In the next... In the next chapter, um, the author had received apparently a lot of anti uh, or response to her anti-Catholic stances. And she Uh she wrote a a note that I just want to point out here. She claims that she does not hate Catholics, but she wants to say, you know who truly hates Catholics? The Catholic Church. And did you know that the Pope is a socialist? Uh, Okay. And he doesn't even believe in the Constitution. Why should he? He doesn't live in the United States. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's from South America. Why? Why wouldn't he? My my guy. He's like the leader of like Italy. Like he doesn't give a fuck about the Constitution. By the way, I feel like the the author kind of rants about like issues that she has in the narrative because Harry suddenly goes off on feminists. Like Harry says he hates feminists because they think everything is sexist nowadays. And he's I'm, like, not everything, he, just this story. And he's like, you know, it's really sexist making women have jobs. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay, buddy. You know what I think is the ultimate form of, uh, of feminism that we should do. Men should not be allowed to work. Yes, actually. Maybe not all men, but specifically me. Like I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have to work. Yeah. That's the, that's the dream right there. <laughs> Uh, this is wild. So, the story's wild. Oh, don't worry. So I'm going to skip ahead. Uh, Harry converts Draco by praying so hard that Draco loses free will and just changes his mind. Okay. We're just going to gloss over that real quick. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes and, sense, right? Like, like Jesus performed miracles and everybody just stopped being Jewish, right? Like the Jewish religion no longer yeah. exists. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So a new figure appears, and he's dressed in a t-shirt, sweatpants, and sneakers, and a very thin layer of hair underneath his shirt. It's Voldemort. Oh no! I, I just want to point out. I just want to point out Voldemort. I just want to point out the dig at people without chest hair. <laughs> yeah, for I mean, I guess I mean maybe uh maybe like Christian women just would love me because of my massive amount of chest hair. Yeah, maybe. 
we need to put you on like uh, the cover of one of those like mommy porn books. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pimp you out. So this is where the story um, sadly concludes because we find out that South, uh, I said sad housewife, proud housewife uh-huh. um, is forced by her husband to stop writing. Um, apparently according to the author, she has neglected her wifely duties by writing the story and is forced to stop writing. And so she concludes it all in one chapter. And then we've never heard from her again. (sighs) Yeah. Right. You know, so this story is a travesty. (laughs) Do not, do not make any mistake about that. The story is a travesty, although it is excellent content. Uh, this this is fantastic content. Are you kidding me? (laughs) This, this story is, 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 is a travesty, but Honestly, I still really feel bad for this woman. Um, she's just so lost in the sauce. It is it is like it is not she's not putting two and two together. It is like in the same breath, she's saying, wow, feminists think everything is sexist. That's just horrible. And in the next breath, she's saying, I can no longer do this thing that was an outlet for me that I really enjoyed because I and being told not to by my husband. You know, you know, that's oh, yeah, no, no. She is she is so lost in the sauce. It's tragic. Yeah. That's and, that's that's sad. And yeah, no, it's super sad. And proud housewife, if you're listening to this in your Jehovah's Witness convent, um, first off, awesome. Didn't know you guys believed in podcasts. But please finish the story. Continue it. Because I need I need more content. Finish the story and and uh if you need help, I mean, I don't know if you guys have emails or anything, but if you need help, just ask us. We can call somebody. And hey, women deserve rights too. Yeah. I wanted you to know that. Yeah. So Lord Voldemort turns out is a Reddit account that this guy owns. Wait, what? Wait, hang on. What? Yeah, Voldemort's a Redditor. Remember that whole thing about Voldemort trying to pass like laws through Congress? Okay, so literally that's the only thing about the story that makes sense is that Voldemort <laughs> is not only a redditor but a politician. That I mean that that makes sense to me. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, he's not a politician. He's just a dude on Reddit. Oh, he, that's all he is is just a dude on yes. Reddit. Okay, that still makes yes. sense. Re- redditors are some of the worst people. I've In ever fact, seen. he's at the school to visit a family member. So, <laughs> and then all the children in Dumbledore confront him, and he's like, "Hey, if this is about you know what I posted online, I just wanted you to know I just did that because a lot of Christians, and this is actually what he says: a lot of Christians use atheism as a straw man to make really ridiculous statements and like persecute people, and I don't think that's right." To which Dumbledore says, "Likely story, but I founded this school for one reason." And he literally looks at the children and says, convert him to which every single child starts crying, shrieking and yelling at Voldemort. And Voldemort is just like, he actually says, I don't feel comfortable being here anymore. And he just walks away. And all of the Christians just stand there like we did good today. And that is the end. This story is making me so fucking depressed. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's like it's so obvious that this uh, this story is full of like like we're taking a peek right now into someone's brain that doesn't realize what insanity looks like. That's that's wild. 
That's really wild. My dear Lucy Cannon listeners, I want you guys to know that I have read stories um, that are very creative. I have read stories about beloved franchises. I have read a story about Bowser's 11-inch cock infiltrating Luigi's pussy. You know what? Granted, this story is a travesty, but it's kind of creative. And you know what? This story that I'm reading right now is one that has shook me to my core. It has made me question things that I once held to be true. And uh, I am amazed. Congratulations, proud housewife. Uh, You have killed religion for me. massacred religion if if what you wanted if what you wanted was conversion you did not you missed the mark completely (laughs) and guys i just want to let you guys know misogyny is alive and well and on that terrible bombshell that's our episode for this week q what would you give the story how many uh, how many wands out of five would you give it uh i'm uh, i don't i'm not sure but i am gonna tell you it's not winning any zesties Guys, did y'all enjoy this episode? I hope so. Did you enjoy this fanfic? I hope not. But if you did, definitely visit the link down below. It's an archived work, so I don't intend to reach the author anytime soon, but definitely share it around. Get some get some laughs out of it. We sure did. And if you want to let us know any of your opinions, you can always email us at loosecannonpodcast at gmail.com or message us on Twitter. And in the meantime, guys, that's all we got for this week. Q, do you got anything to add? Still keep an eye out for the uh, the new podcast that we're going to be releasing. We will release the title on this show and um, you know, kind of let you know when that's going to be releasing. And go ahead and follow us. Send us emails. You know, Listen to our podcasts. Talk to us on Twitter. We're not as active as we should be. We know that. But, um, you know, good things come in time with, with time, you know? And... I am very proud to say that we have officially launched a Discord server. So if you guys have ever wanted to communicate with us or chat with us, we have that as an outlet. So if you want, we will link that in our show notes and you guys can totally hop in and join and see the things we link and um, story time and all that good stuff. So we'll have that posted soon. And uh, we're hoping to actually stream some uh, Pokemon here soon, right, Q? Oh, yeah. So we've been nuzlocking Radical Red and it's not going well for her. And we have gotten her whole asses kicked. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah. On that tragedy, guys, we're loosely canon and we'll catch you, catch on, you the on the flip side. side. We were not synced up. Okay. We're still fading out anyways. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please rate and share our show on whatever platform you are listening on. A big thank you to our fanfic authors for giving us their wonderful stories to share with the world. Please give kudos and support to this week's entry through our show notes. This has been Loosely Cannon, and catch you on the flip side.